Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning today's shear in the beginning of Simming Kuf Nun Zayin, the beginning of Hilchas Natilas Yadayim. We are on page Mem Vav, which is the page following page 90. Sinai Kufnan Zayin is Dinei Zman Kriyasuda. Before we get into the actual halachas of Natila Sudayim, which we'll start in Mitzvah Hashem today in Kufnan Ches, in Kufnan Zayin the Mechaber discusses the halachas of the Zman of being Koveya, the Suda of the morning. And the Mechaber says in Sif Aleph, Kishiyagiyah Shor Revias, when the fourth hour of the day arrives, Yikbas Udasa. That's when a person should be Koveya his morning Suda. If he's a Tamil Chacham and he's busy with his learning in the morning hours, so Yantin Ad Shishis, then he should wait to be Kaveya Suda till the sixth hour. But he should not delay his morning Suda past the sixth hour to have Even Because that's like a person who throws a stone into a flask. If he did not taste anything in the morning. The Meshavuah will explain this mushal of throwing a stone into a flask, but a person who did not taste anything in the morning, like we discussed a couple of shiurim ago, he did not have any pashachras, and he's not going to have his suda till past the sixth hour, so already that food that he's going to have is not going to be so beneficial. It will be like a stone that's putting into a flask of yayin. So the Meshavuah says in Sabkatan Alf Kishyagiya Shah, this Mechaber that says in the fourth hour comes, Suda, that's going for regular people. But for workers, the Gemara tells us, the time of their Suda is the fifth hour. So we have regular people eat in the fourth hour, workers eat in the fifth hour, Tamidi Chachamim can eat in the sixth hour. So for regular people, when the Shorvias comes, you should eat your Suda. How exactly and when do we start calculating these hours from? So the Mishabura says if a person gets up by dawn, by Omar Shachar, we start counting the hours from the beginning of the day, from when he got up, and he got up in the beginning of the day. So we start the hours from the beginning of the day. But a person who wakes up later, we calculate these times from when he gets up. So this time of four hours, five hours, six hours does not go from the beginning of the day unless he wakes up in the beginning of the day. But a person who wakes up later, we count the hours from when the person wakes up. Sifkotan Gimel at Shishis, we said at Hamul Chacham, if he's being osik in his learning, he should wait till the sixth hour. Hainu Tchilas Shishis. That means to say that he should wait till the beginning of the sixth hour. V'lo ya'acher yoser al-koponen mishov shishis. But the Achronim say he should not delay, at the very least, past the end of the sixth hour. So Tamachachim can wait till the sixth hour to eat, but he should eat in the beginning of the sixth hour, but certainly not after the end of the sixth hour. V'hai shor revias v'shor shishis rotolomer zmani osein. These four hours and six hours that we're discussing, they are referring to shosmanios, not 60-minute hours, hours that are determined based on when the day starts and when the day ends, and dividing that time by 12. Sivkot and Dalad, we said a person who did not taste anything in the morning, and he delayed his suda past the sixth hour, that's like throwing a stone into a flask of yayin. Kegon chemas yayin shechaser. The, the mushal over here is like a flask of wine that's lacking some wine. Because the wine is not full to the top, so the wine starts going bad. 
Vizorek Lusoko Evan Shiasmalis. What the person does is he throws a stone in, and that way it raises the level of the wine so the wine shouldn't go bad. This that you're throwing in the stone to raise the level of the wine does not benefit, does not take away, it doesn't accomplish really anything. The Hayayan Gufal on this said it does not increase any of the wine by throwing a stone in it, it just raises the level of the wine but does not do any increasing of wine. What would have been better is to put in more wine to raise the level of the wine with more wine. That's really what you should do. So, the nimshul is, so to with this achil that you have later in the day, it does not give you any koach. The koach that you get from eating your morning suda is only if it's done earlier. But if you had nothing to taste in the very early morning hours, and you didn't sit down to recover your suda until after the sixth hour, so then already the food that you're going to eat is not going to give you the koach that you need, just like when you put a stone into a flask of wine to raise the level. It's just a little bit like a game. If you would add wine, so it would preserve the wine, it would make the wine last longer. By throwing a stone and you're not really adding anything to the wine, it's not malo morid and there's no benefit. And Mishabur then says, it's good that one should make his achila during the day lighter than his achila at night. So if a person that normally would have two sudas, it should be a lighter suda in the morning and a heavier suda in the evening. And a person who has a weak heart and needs to eat more, he should eat two times during the day. But he shouldn't fill his stomach in one achila, he should divide it between two sudas during the day. And one should be knowing based on that which is written in the Pasuk by the Mon, that in the evening they had meat to eat, and bread in the morning to fill them up. So they had bread in the morning and the meat they saved for the evening. And so too by us, the daytime Suda should be a lighter Suda, the nighttime Suda should be a heavier Suda. The Zohar and Pashas B'Shalach writes as follows. A person should not cook his food from one day for the next day. And he should not hold back his food from one day and save it for the next day. He should have food that's prepared each day for that day. The Atam, and the reason is, We want a person that he's davening to Hashem every day for his mezonos. We don't want him storing up food in the freezer and having food for a few days. We want to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu every day asking for mezonos. And through his requesting the food every day, we will find that blessing comes down every single day from Shemayim Ayin Shem. That is what the Zayar says. The Meshavura ends with a cotton dollar and writes, Toshi Yitpone Kodem Sudaso. It's best that a person will relieve himself or go to the bathroom before, in fact, he has his Suda. Says the Meshavura Vagus of Cotton, hey, in low tone, midi bitsafra. So again, the Machaber said his mushal of throwing the stone into the flask of wine is applicable when a person doesn't eat his Suda till later after Chatzos. And he also did not taste anything in the morning. But if he tasted something in the morning, then it would not be like throwing a stone into that flask when you're eating later on in the day. It would actually be adding koach to the person. Still, it is appear correct 
that one should be kaleh hasuda not later than the sixth hour, even if he did taste something in the morning. If you didn't taste something in the morning, you for sure should eat before the end of the sixth hour, otherwise you had this muscle of throwing the stone into the flask. But even if you were tasting something in the morning, it's still proper to be kaleh hasuda in the sixth hour. The minog was, as we discussed a couple of shiurim ago, that they would eat a little bit of pashachris. That's not the suda we're referring to. Ukedaminim the Gemara, the Gemara in Sukkah says, Katon bar rav The Gemara in Sukkah is talking about how much you could eat outside the Sukkah, what's nachilas harai. And it answers with a mushal like a person that's going to learn in Yeshiva. He tastes a little bit before he goes to the base measures. He's Tom bar rav, and then he's v'ayalakala, then he goes to learn. And even so that a person does taste a little bit in the morning before he goes to the base Vajish to learn, that we call Pashafras. Still the Gemara Shabbos Dav Yud says, Tizman Suda Hu At Shoshishis, Tizman Suda is until the sixth hour. Ubal Karcha Kamosha Gasadnos, you have to say like we're saying that you do both. You eat a little bit of Pashafras before you go to the base Medrash, as we learned earlier. Between the base Knesses of Davning and the base Medrash of learning, many have the custom of eating Pashafras. That's not the Suda. And then the Suda is sometime later around the sixth hour. I'd like to just point out a Biralotha earlier. When we discuss this idea of eating pashachers on page Mem Hay in Kuf Nun Hay Sebej, we said, Kodem Shielech Lebeis Hamedrash, Yucha Lechel Pashachers in Huragilbo. So the Biralocha writes over there in the last line of the Simon, Mashma Batur the Yochal Oz Rak Ma'at. It's Mashma uh, from the tour that pashachers only eat a little bit. That's what we're referencing over here, in Lotah Midi Vesafra, because pashachers is usually just eating a little bit to give you some koach to be able to learn in the morning, but the Suda, you really have later. So we're coming out over here, that for regular people, they should have their Suda in the fourth hour. We said, Po'alam eat their Suda in the fifth hour. Tamidi Chacham, who are being Osik and Torah, eat in the sixth hour. One should not wait beyond the sixth hour, certainly if he had nothing in the morning of Pashachris, but even if he had Pashachris, still the Chachila is better to eat before the end of the sixth hour. That concludes Simen Kufnun Zayim. And now we begin Simen Kufnun Ches, Dine Netilas Yadayim Lasuda. This begins really the halachos of Netilas Yadayim. The Mechaber says in Sif Aleph, Kishiyavu lechol pas, Shemivarachon olav hamotzi yitol yodav. As we know, when a person comes to eat bread, that the bracha on that bread is hamotzi, he should wash his hands. Afilu eno yodea lahem shum tumah. Even if he's not aware of any tumah that's on his hands, he should still wash them. V'yivarach al Netilas Yadayim. And he makes the bracha of al Netilas Yadayim. Avalopash she'en mevarachon olav hamotzi, but any type of bread that we do not make a hamotzi on kigon lachmonios dakos, o pasa babakisonin, Either you have Lachmonios Dakos, which Ramos says, Saturti Bulaz, which is some kind of uh, loose batter, not a regular batter that you make bread with. We'll get into more details about this later. Or Pasabah Bekistin, which Ramos says, Pirish Pasasuya in Tsukaro Ushkedin Vagozin. This is a type of bread that's made with sugar and almonds and nuts, and we'll see again. Varying opinions shortly in a few weeks from Mitzvah Shem exactly what Pasabah B'Kistan is, but these things we normally make a Mizonos on them, we don't make a Hamotzi. If you're Ve'eno Kovea Suda Leyem, if you're not being Kovea Suda, which as we know, and we'll see more details, if you're Kovea Suda on Pasabah B'Kistan, you would have to wash and make Hamotzi, but if you're having something that's Mizonos and you're not being Kovea Suda on it and you're actually making a Mizonos, ain't Sarach Natila Shedayim, you do not need to make a Bracha of. You, need, you don't need to wash your hands and certainly not make a bracha. So to summarize the Mechabrin, if one comes to eat pas, real pas, 
that is Hamotzi, he must wash his hands even if he doesn't know of any tumah and he makes a bracha. If he's eating other kinds of bread that the bracha is only mizonos, he's not kaveyasuda, it doesn't give out Hamotzi, he does not need to wash his hands. Says the Mishabura, Sev Katan Alakesh Yovo. When one comes to eat bread, tam takonas netiluhu mishnei dvarim. The reason why chazal mesake netilu asadayim before eating bread is for two reasons. Echad number one, mipnei serech truma. Because of the halachas of truma, v'hainu and that is, keivan diadayim askoni osein. Since we know the hands are always busy and moving around, v'nogim b'choldavar, and they touch all types of things, u'bizman shoyan noeg tuma v'tara. In the olden days, when they were knowing all the halachas of Tumah Vitaro, the Kohanim Ochlu Chuma, and the Kohanim were eating Chuma, they had to wash their hands before they ate Chuma. That they should not be metami the Chuma by touching it. Or as the Kohanim were eating Chuma, who had to be careful. We know Stam Yadayim are Sheni Truma can become a shlishi l'tuma. So you have to make sure that your hands are not tummy before you eat the truma. So therefore the Kohanim and had to wash their hands for truma in order not to metame the truma touching it. In order to make sure the Kohanim will be regular on this, so Chazal made a rule across the board, not only Kohanim, but any Jewish person that's going to eat bread, it's usher to eat bread until you wash your hands. And even nowadays, where Kohanim are not eating Shuma because of Tuma, we want that a Mr. Shem and the Beis Hamidah gets rebuilt and the Kohanim start eating their Shuma again, but Tahara, we want to make sure that B'nai Yisrael is trained and used to having their hands being Torah, and therefore the Takana of Nitzil HaSadayim, although it doesn't apply the Svara, the reasoning behind it, according to this, does not apply nowadays, but a Mitzvah Shem shortly will apply, and therefore we all, all Yidin, even non-Kohanim, wash their hands before they eat bread. We'll see why it's Badafka on bread shortly. Another reason, says the Mishabura, for the Takana of washing our hands before we eat bread, is Mishum Nikirsu Kedusha, just because of cleanliness and Kedusha. V'somchu Gemara Akra, the Gemara in Brachos, relies this on a Pasuk that says, V'hizkadishtem v'yisem kedoshim. And that they darshan to be talking about washing my mishonim, washing my machronim. So the second reason again, there's a smack from the Pasuk, but really it's only because of Nikios and Kedusha. Sivkotem beiz lechol pas, we said before you go to eat bread, La fuke alperos is coming to exclude that you don't wash your hands before you eat fruit. Uked lakamon the sefei, like we'll see shortly in sefei. Ve'atam the reason is why dafka bread. Lefish she'en rov hatshuma ella mimine pas. Most shuma is in the form of bread. Diksiv because the pasuk says reishes degoncha. Reishes degoncha referring to shuma. Ve'ain derech lecho mine dogon ella achas she'osim mine pas. The normal way that one eats dogon, that one eats grains is when he makes the grains into bread. So the normal way to eat a gana, dogon, is through eating bread, and therefore the kana of chazal was b'dat on bread, it was the most common form of truma. And therefore, lo gazru gamke natila since that was the most common, therefore the gzeru of the chachamim was only on eating bread. So even though it has to do with truma, you could have
truma that's not bread, but most truma which is dogon, which is grains, is made into bread. Therefore, the takana of chazal was that you must wash your hands before you eat bread. Again, we said you only wash your hands before you eat bread, that the bracha on that bread is hamotzi. They only establish that you have to wash your hands before something that you are kaveya suda on, and that is something that you make a hamotzi on. You wash your hands, shnei yadav. You wash both hands, ubikli, and it has to be with a vessel. We'll get into details about that later, Mitzvah And even if you're only eating with one hand, you have to wash both hands. We're concerned that maybe you will touch the food with the other hand as well. So even though you only plan on eating with one hand, you must wash both hands. Okay, when you wash your hands, it's best to wash the right hand first, so the left hand should be servicing the right, and that way the Midas Rachamim, the Midas HaChesed of the right hand, will overpower the Midas HaDin of the left hand. There is an important note over here, note number seven, which in the back of the Sefer, I'm just going to speak it out. The Chazanish says a different reason why you have to wash both hands, even if you only plan on eating with one hand. The Mishaburah said, because you might end up touching the food with your other hand. But the Chazanish says down that the Takan of Chazal was that when you, before you eat, you must wash both hands. It doesn't matter what you are doing per se. Now, if Kamina he brings down over there, would be if a person is not able to use one of his hands, so the Fidim Mishaburah, he would only have to wash his good hand because there's no Shash of using the other hand. It's not usable. According to the Chazanish, even if the other hand is not usable, the takana was, you have to wash both hands, so even if you're only going to eat with one hand, you would still have to wash both hands. Says the Mishabura, We said in the Mechaber, you must wash your hands before you eat bread, that the brach on that bread is hamotzi, even if you don't know of any tumah on your hands. Not only do you not know of any tumah, you also don't know of any dirt. They're perfectly clean, they're not tummy, you still must wash your hands. Sivkotan vav yivarech al natilas yadoyim, the bracha you make is al natilas yadoyim. Hainu asher kedishonu b'mitzosa v'tzivonu al natilas yadoyim, the full bracha as we know, is with an asher kedishonu b'mitzosa v'tzivonu. V'shayach lomer v'tzivonu aftu umidirei sofrim. Ay, this whole lakonam natilas yadoyim, like we just mentioned, is a din the Rabbonim. So how do we say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu v'tzivonu, you commanded us, Hashem did a command us, the Rabbonim commanded us. So says the Mishavura, it's still shy to say v'tzivonu, even though it's midi ve'sofrim, then it's tavinu lishmoa mehem, because the Torah commanded us to listen to the Rabbanon. K'dikstiv, as the Pasuk says, al piyat Torah asher yorucha, lo sasur. The Pasuk of lo sasur says, do not veer from what the Chachamim tell you. So therefore, by every mitzvah the Rabbanon, we make a bracha, asher k'dishonu v'tzivonu, because by listening to the Rabbanon and doing their mitzvahs, we're in fact listening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Sivkot and Zayin, the two exceptions of the bread that you do not have to wash your hands for was Lachmoni Ozdakos and Pasabot Bikisonin, which we said, if you're not Kovea Suda on them, that you do not make a Hamotzi, and therefore they do not need the Tilas Yadayim. Says the Mishagura Sivkot and Zayin, Yisbar Lachama Mesim and Kosam Chesiv, we'll discuss more details about this later. Ayin Sham. The Kamash Mulam, the Chiddush over here is, the Af, the Elu Mechamesha Saminim Heim, Even though these foods are made from the five grains, Kevan Shalokova Suda Aleyam Einsar Natila, since you've not covered a Suda on these foods, you do not need to wash your hands. The Koshakain al Pasha Osui Mishar Dvorin, certainly bread that's made out of other things, Sha'inam Mechamesha Saminam, they're not made from the five grains, Sha'inam Tsrikim Natila Laolam, they would never need a Tila. Even if you're Kover, your Suda on cornbread, you would never make a Hamotzi. It's not one of the five grains that would ever be Hamotzi. And Sivkot Ches Ve'eno Koveya, 
We said not only is it not hamotzi, but you also not being kovei suda on it. Therefore, you don't need a tefilas yadayim. Says the mishabura avalim kova suda aleim. But if you were kovei suda on pasul v'kisnim, tzarech netila ubracha k'mola pas, you would have to wash your hands. You would have to make a hamotzi like on all bread. The gam hamotzi ubrachas hamazon tzarech aleilu because pasul v'kisnim when you're kovei suda does require a hamotzi like we'll see later on and a brachas hamazon afterwards. Again, the gam we're on page ninety-two, top line. The gam hamotzi uberchas hamazon tzarech al elu im kava suda aleyim. Because these foods, if you were kavei suda on them, they require hamotzi in the beginning. Uberchas hamazon at the end, like we'll see later in Simen Kus Hamaches Sivches. V'shir kviyas suda gam kein yisbar Hashem ezah Hashem yisbarach. How much is considered kviyas suda? We'll discuss there as well. Be'ezah Hashem. And now the Mishabur ends off with a very important point. The imkishahisril lechol lohoya bedaito lechol rak maat. If when he started eating this Pasab of Akistin, he planned on only eating a little bit, which is less than a shear of Kviya Suda, in which case he started off without washing his hands and only making him a Zonos. And then he changed his mind and decided to eat further a full additional shear of Kviyas. He would need to wash his hand before eating it and make a hamotzi. So very important point that Mishibur is saying over here, we'll see a shayatzion now, and an important note as well, if a person is eating pasab of the kisnin, and he's not being kovei suda, so he does not wash, he does not make a hamotzi, he made him a zonos. Now he decides he really wants more, and now the Mishibur says the amount that he takes afterwards on its own is a sheer kviya suda, so now he must wash and make hamotzi on that new kviya suda that he's eating besides what he ate before. So he made a mizonos, he ate a little bit, and now he decides to eat starting from now a sheer kviya suda. He's not being mashlim the shir kviyasuda with what he ate before. He's eating a separate shir kviyasuda. He must wash and make a hamotzi on that. If you look in the Sharatzir and Oschas, he makes this dirk in the Mishabura that the Lush of the Mishabura was Viachakat Nimloch Lechal Od Keshir Kvias. He decides to eat afterwards an additional complete shir kvias. Says the Sharatzir and Oschas, Hainu de Bezeshi Yashlim Levad Yeshir Kvias. That which he's adding on to his Achila now alone has a shir kvias in it. But if it's only adding up what he ate before and what he plans on eating now, together you get to a shir kviyas. We'll see later on the mechaber. In that case, he does not need to wash. He does not need to make a hamotzi. So since he doesn't make a hamotzi in that case, he obviously will not have to wash as well. So writes the chayodam and his poshit. If you look at note 14, he does point out the only difference it will be is in terms of benching. The Shukhnar will tell us later that if you had half of a Kviyah Suda before, then change your mind, decide to have another half of Kviyah Suda, even though you will not have to wash, you will not have to make a Hamotzi, but at the end you will have to bench. Ubir the Mishabur, Hashem the Mishabur there explains, Shekevon Shehishlim Lashir Shal Kviyah Suda, since they combine together the two Achilos to give you a Shir Kviyah Suda, Nishayah Bebrechaz Hamazon, you must bench afterwards. Aval Hamotzi Eino Tzarech Lovarech, but Hamotzi you do not need, Kevon Shein Bamash Munach Lofonav Shir Shal Kviyah Suda, since there is none in front of you, the shear of Kviyasuda, Elobitsiruf, and Masha Achal, Masha Kfarachal, only combining what you had before. We're stopping there just like to summarize this last point, which is a very important point. 
We said, then you only wash on it if you're being kaveh suda. You wash your hands, you make amotzi, it's like eating bread. But if you ate a non-shir kaveh suda, you only make a mazonos, you do not wash. If after eating some that was a shear of not kviya suda, you change your mind and decide now to eat a full shear kviya suda going forward, so then you would have to wash, you would have to make a mozi, you would have to bench. If you decide just to eat a little bit more, which the two achilos together will combine to a kviya suda, you would not wash, you would not make a mozi, but at the end you would bench. That is the Allah Lamaisa that comes out at the end of Sibkat and Ches. We'll stop here and continue with next time with Sid Base. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Mara McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.